Hare Krishna devotees, Dandavat Pranam, all Gurus to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Today we are so fortunate to have uh, to have Her Grace uh, Vanmalini Manjuri Devidasi from USA. Today Mataji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 5, Chapter 18, Verse 5. Hare Krishna Mataji, please take over the call. Hare Krishna. My humble obeisances to all the devotees on the call. All glories to Srila Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. Thank you so much. I feel very fortunate to be associated with all the devotees uh, to discuss Srimad Bhagavatam on this call. Um, hope you all can hear me clearly. So before we go to the verse, uh, number 5 of uh, chapter 18, Canto 5. Um, we seek blessings of Acharyas, Krishna, Guru to understand the verses of Srimad Bhagavatam in the way they were recited. Um, Om Ajnanati Mirandasya Jnana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Dhasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bistam Sapitam Yena Bhutali Swayam Rupa Gadamayam Dadati Swapadantikam Mandiham Sri Guru Sri Utapadakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavamsham Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Ragunatan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savasutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Dim Sri Radha Krishna Padam Sahagana Lalita Sri Vishakam he Krishna Karuna Sindo Dina Bando Jagatpati Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vishavanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakal Krupa Sindhu Bevacham Patitanam Pavani Vyo Vaishnavi Vyo Namonam J.C. Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadharam Shri Vasadhi Gauravakta Vrindam Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Narayanam Namaskritya, Naram Chaivanarotamam. Devim Saraswatim Pyasam Tato Jayamudirayet Ashtaprayeshu Abhadreshu Kim Bhagavati Sivayam Bhaktir Bhakti Neshtikim Rudhyam Tastohi Badrani So 5.18.5 Vishu Vishwod Bhavastana Niroda Karmate He Akartur Angi Krutamapya Apavrutaha 
युक्तम न चित्रम त्वयि कार्यकारणी सर्वात्मनी व्यतिरिक्ते च वस्तुतः एनर्जीज perfectly qualify you to be the cause of all causes you are the active principle in everything although you are separate from everything thus we can realize that everything is happening because of your inconceivable energy so the residents of uh, bhadrasrava are offering these prayers to the supreme lord sake and here they are saying how lord is the cause of all causes how lord is creating maintaining and annihilating um millions of universes and act is not directly affected by any of these activities so bhagavatam uh, bhagavatam first chapter first canto first verse starts like this um when vyasa deva offers his prayer before reciting uh, shrimad bhagavatam i whenever i read the verse i feel like when if we can meditate on that one verse and try to understand we will um, understand the supremacy of the lord and we will have faith and uh, conviction like how lord is the supreme personality of godhead so this is often the challenge we face when we uh go for preaching or when we um uh when we have to understand the scripture this is something we always forget like when we are approaching to understand bhagavad gita or uh, uh or the words um or the uh, message that are given to different devotees in shrimad bhagavatam bhagavad gita is even more special because uh parabrahma speaking sabda brahma so as how the parabrahma sri krishna is taking different incarnations uh, like uh, narasimha varaha vamana mascha similarly omkara sabda brahma also takes different incarnations uh, like um, itihasas puranas shrimad bhagavatam and bhagavad gita so speciality of bhagavad gita is krishna himself speaking it um so in in bhagavad gita in many instances and many verses we see how krishna says that he has nothing to do this material world but he still comes to this material world does everything like how a normal living entity does to set an example for the people to follow whenever i i i read that verse um i just uh, i just feel so uh moved and to understand how lord is so loving and that how he comes down to where is he and where where he comes um uh, to shower his mercy or to show his love to the living entities who are devoted to him or to the living entities who forgot him uh, uh to take them back to back, uh, godhead uh, to back to the spiritual worlds 
So this verse, when I'm reading yesterday also, it immediately reminded me of the first verse, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Janma Dhyasya Ton Vayaditharatas Charkesva Bhignasvarat Tene Brahma Hrudayadi Kavaye Muhyanti Yat Surayaha Tejo Vari Mrudham Yata Vinimayo Yatra Tisraggo Mrusha Dhamna Svena Sada Nirastha Kuhakam Satyam Param Bhimahi There also Vyasadeva offers prayers to Supreme Personality of Godhead saying, He specifically says that, Who is that Supreme Personality of Godhead? Oh my Lord Sri Krishna, Son of Vasudeva, Oh all-pervading Personality of Godhead, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you, I meditate upon Lord Sri Krishna, because He is the Absolute Truth, and the primeval cause of all causes of creation, sustenance and destruction of the manifested universes. He is directly and indirectly conscious of all manifestations and he is independent because there is no other cause beyond him. There is no other cause beyond him. He is the Supreme and still after listening these verses, after listening these prayers, after practicing, we try to reason out Supreme Lord's action and try to compare it to the normal jiva's actions and try to justify saying that Krishna might have done this like this. So we try to put him in the boundaries of the moral codes or the social codes or the rules and regulations um, uh, uh, for the manusha, uh, for the human beings. Um, like how we do the things, how we judge, how we look, what is our perspective towards other people's actions and all. So we try to do that uh, to the Supreme Lord and his activities, forgetting how, uh, forgetting that Lord, even though he's coming to this material world, um, he's not influenced by any modes, he doesn't have any karma uh, left, that's why he's like how the jiva comes down to, uh, uh, comes down to suffer or enjoy his karmas, Lord does not have any of those things, Lord doesn't need to come down here, he is the cause of all the causes, even though he's the creator, maintainer and sustenance of these material universes, he doesn't do any, any of those things directly because he has his energies who carry out all those things. But still, because of his causeless mercy, he comes down and he acts like one of us. And we bring him down to his, our level without understanding that his karma and his jarma are transcendental. Jarma, karma, chame divyam. His janma and karma are transcendental. So we may not able to, we may be not able to understand the transcendental word itself sometimes when we come into the, uh, when we come into uh, Krishna consciousness. Everybody speaks these words and we try to reason out them and understand them. But one thing we have to know, uh, one thing uh, after coming and after learning how a jiva is always influenced by the three gunas and acts how a jiva takes different bodies and different lives because of the accumulated karma from his past lives so he has uh, he has um, he has to endure the happiness or the suffering that he has accumulated for himself and how even though he thinks that he's controlling his life, how the modes are controlling his life, how he's so much conditioned to the body in which he is, 
Lord is not like that. Lord is beyond all these things. He comes out of his sweet own will here. It is not the case with us. We are forced into the body that we are right now based on the karma that we are. But Lord is not forced. Lord has not come to endure anything. He's coming out of his own sweet will to shower his mercy, to tell the jivas who forgot him that there is they belong to him and we have to go back. So once we know these things, once we hear these things, even though we don't realize, we should not do the offense of bringing down Lord to our level and trying to reason out. At least we should be there. We may not completely understand his transcendental nature or we may not be able to reason out his actions sometimes. The one thing that we need to do is theoretically accept Supreme Personality of Godhead as Sri Krishna and also understand that his actions are transcendental. How he is the cause of all causes and there is no truth or there is no cause beyond him. So we need to keep ourselves reminding of his, remind always of his, um, of who Krishna is who Supreme Personality of Godhead is. It is He who first imparted the Vedic knowledge onto the heart of Brahmaji, the original living being. By Him even the great sages and demigods are placed into illusion as one is bewildered by the illusory representation of water seen in fire or land seen on water. Only because of Him do the, materi the material universes temporarily manifested by the reactions of the three modes of nature appear factual although they are all unreal. I therefore meditate upon him, Lord Sri Krishna, who is eternally existent in the transcendental abode, which is forever free from the illusory representations of the material world. I meditate upon him, for he is the absolute truth. Everybody in this material world, top from uh, the first Jiva Brahma uh, to the lower planet, planetary system, all of, his, all of us, or influenced by the illusory energy, um, but uh, but not Lord. Lord is beyond all those things. So when when we are not able to understand Lord's actions, we have to know we should we should not be trying to think or judge, saying that he he has done something wrong, or there should be something where uh, definitely there should be an explanation for his action um, uh, in some other scripture which explains why Lord behaved like this. And so we try to find out that Lord again there is so magnanimous that he reasons out uh, somewhere else his actions because he knows that there are some less intelligent people who may get confused. Um, so he gives uh, he gives references there and, um, uh, for his actions. But we may not be able to understand why Lord has done what he has done because they are all Leelas and he does out of his own sweet will. Um, he can do anything. He can convert this material world into spiritual because both are his energies or he can make it remain as material. So that uh, that's who the Lord is. And we see here, uh, we see here how uh, the residence of... Um, uh, uh, the different versions or offering payers and they are mentioning uh, in the similar lines how Vyasadeva has prayed um, uh, saying that how Lord is the cause of all causes uh, and how he is um, how he is 
how he is creating, maintaining annihilation and still he is detached. So if we can meditate on the single word Bhagawan itself we will understand how Lord is full of strength, name, fame, wealth, knowledge. After having all these five appliances in full, he is renunciated, he is detached. So here the, they are also saying like how he is completely detached uh, from creation, maintenance and annihilation and are not directly affected by these activities. They are all attributed to him still. We do not wonder at this for your inconceivable energies perfectly qualify you to be the cause of all causes. You are active principle in everything although you are separate from everything. Thus we can realize that everything is happening because of your inconceivable energy. So how do we understand the Lord even though we, direct, we directly don't perceive Him or we did not qualify ourselves uh, to the stage where we can see Krishna directly is uh, Guru, Sastra and Sadhu. When great devotees like this are praying and mentioning the glories of the Lord that becomes a pramana and when guru uh, when we are when we are accepting a guru in a parampara and when a guru is explaining to us and guru is telling us that becomes a standard and sastras um uh, vedas which are apaurushayam which are spoken by lord himself and those are our uh, standards or those are our uh, pramanas or reference from where we accept the truth and then we go on a journey where we will be able to realize all those things when we purify ourselves from our conditioned state when we establish ourselves in, self, uh, in, in our own self we realize ourselves and also uh, Paramatma and our relationship with Him so until then we need to uh, accept and then we have to follow the instructions of Guru and Krishna so this is this verse um, because it doesn't have purport I'm not going further on this verse um, I just referred how uh, this verse bring, uh, reminds me of uh, 1.1.1 and many other slokas in Bhagavad Gita where Krishna speaks in third chapter when he speaks about Karma Yoga how um, he has uh, he uh, he has uh, he has nothing to do any, uh, in this material world still he comes down and when he comes down he performs his prescribed duties to set an example for the normal people and how Esresta, how a person uh, who is in a responsible position also act and uh, how they have to uh, conduct their prescribed duties for the satisfaction of the Lord as an Ignya uh, as an offering to the Lord so that they don't confuse the normal people who who look at them and try to follow them and how uh, for them following those prescribed duty is going to help them to progress on their path of uh, spirituality I'll go to the next verse 5.18.6 Vedan Yugante Tamasati Raskrutam Tiraskrutan Vedan Yugante Tamasati Raskrutan Rasatalad Yonur Turanga Vigraham Prithyada Devai Kavayebi Kavayebi Achate Tasmai Namaste Vitate Vitate Hitayasi 
ट्रांसलेशन इन परफेक्ट बाय शिला प्रभुपाद शिला प्रभुपाद की जय वेदांत द फोर वेदास युगंते एट द एंड ऑफ द मिलेनियम तामसा बाय द डीमन ऑफ इग्नोरेंस पर्सोनिफाइड तिरस्कृतान स्टोलन अवे रसातलात फ्रॉम द लोएस्ट प्लैनेटरी सिस्टम या हू द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड नृत तुरंग विग्रह अस्यूमिंग द फॉर्म ऑफ हाफ हॉर्स हाफ मैन प्रत्याधरे रिटर्न्ड why why indeed kavaye to the supreme poet lord brahma abhiyachate when he asked for them tasmai unto him the form of i griva namah my respectful obeisances stay to you avithata ihitaya whose resolution never fails iti tas at the end of the millennium ignorance personified assumed the form of a demon stole all the vedas and took them down to the planet of rasatala the supreme lord however in his form of ayagriva retrieved the vedas and written them to lord brahma when he begged for them i offer my respectful obeisances on to the supreme lord whose determination never fails i was hearing uh, so we know that uh, how the determination for jeevas also exists in three modes this was uh, these verses from 18th chapter always remi- I, i always remind them uh, whenever i f- i have a determination to do something i determine to do something and when i am failing immediately i realize like how the mode of ignorance is acting upon me and it helps me to uh, bring myself back if we see in 18th chapter krishna explains how our determination of a uh, person under the influence of um, passion works how the determination of a person under ignorance works and how the determination of the person under sattva guna works so here uh, it is so wonderful i uh, immediately remember um, when uh, these uh, devotees are saying how lord's determination never fails avitha avithata ihitaya it never fails uh, at the end of every millennium at the end of the millennium uh, ignorance personified assumed a form of demon stole all the vedas and lord in the form of ayagriva half horse and half uh, human retrieves those vedas and also in the form of mascha he retrieves those vedas and gives it back to brahma prabhupad mentions that in the purport and still today there are um, a uh, few families in uh, uh, i i am not sure about in north india but in south india there are few families who have lord hayagriva as their uh, as their uh, house uh, god like um, and they pray so lord hayagriva uh, according to vedic knowledge although sorry although vedic knowledge is imperishable within this material world it is sometimes manifest and sometimes not aporishyam uh, uh, vedic knowledge is given by lord and it is imperishable it does not um, uh, 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 it is um, it does not go away but yet it goes away within this material world it does not manifest at times um, when the people of this material world become too absorbed in ignorance the vedic knowledge disappears Lord Hayagriva or Lord Mascha however always protects the Vedic knowledge and in due course of time it is again distributed to the medium of Lord Brahma Brahma is the trustworthy representative of the supreme lord therefore 
when he again asked for the treasure of Vedic knowledge, the Lord fulfilled his desire. So Prabhupada nicely brings out how even um, even in uh, 4.2 Evam Parampara, uh, so uh, Krishna says that Krishna says to Arjuna how this Vedic knowledge which he has imparted uh, is now lost and how he is speaking again uh, so that it will be established. He says, Evam Parampara Praptam Imam Rajasyo Vidhu Sakale Neha Mahata Yoganasta Parantapa. This supreme science was thus received through the chain of disciplic succession, and the saintly kings understood it in that way. But in course of time, the succession was broken, and therefore the science it appear uh, science as it appears to be lost. So this um, uh, Vedic knowledge uh, was broken. Therefore, um, Krishna is again speaking it to the authorized um, uh, to his. So Krishna also chooses to whom he has to impart this knowledge. Uh, Arjuna, he did not speak to any of the other Pandavas, he spoke to Arjuna because Arjuna is his friend and Arjuna has surrendered to the Supreme Lord. That's when um, uh, Lord Sri Krishna spoke this. So Prabhupada writes in this, um, in that purport, um, there are innumerable interpretations rendered by different mundane scholars, but almost all of them do not accept the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, although they make a good business on the words of Sri Krishna. This spirit is demonic. When we are giving our own interpretations to the words of Krishna, that spirit is demonic. It has to be imparted as it is. That's when it becomes, that's when we are speaking in the disciplic succession. So any sentence, any word that we are speaking should have a reference. So if we see any Prabhupada's lectures, um, as uh, Prabhupada lectures always have references to the Sastras and he quotes them. So if we, if we can categorize Prabhupada's lectures, we see, we can find, like I always, it, it doesn't end just listening to Prabhupada's uh, class. When we take those references and when we go to the verses and when we read those verses, we understand that every line what Prabhupada is speaking is coming from those verses, is coming, uh, is, uh, or well referred. Uh, so this is something, a habit, um, as, as somebody who is uh, transferring the knowledge in the parampara, uh, we should be responsible and mindful that um, we are speaking in reference to the verses. So that we should be able to tell if anybody questions from where are you quoting this and how authoritative is your statement. Then we should be able, able to quickly go back and refer that verse. If we are going beyond and giving our own interpretation saying that oh, Krishna might have spoken like this, Prabhupada might have written like this, my Guru might have told like this, but I will try to make you understand in my own words, then that spirit is demonic. Because demons do not believe in God, but simply enjoy the property of the Supreme. Since there is a great need on a, of an edition of the Gita in English as it is received by the Parampara, disciplic succession, an attempt is made here, here with to fulfill this great want. Bhagavad Gita accepted as it is is a great boon to humanity, but if it is accepted as a treatise of philosophical speculations, it is simply a waste of time. So how Krishna has chosen um, Arjuna to impart this knowledge 
Similarly, uh, here Prabhupada writes that how um, Krishna chooses Brahma to give this knowledge because he is his trustworthy, uh, his trustworthy representative of Lord Supreme Lord. His trustworthy representative of the Supreme Lord. He doesn't have that demonic spirit of manipulating the message given by the Lord uh, and then he carries it like that and he passes it on to discipline section. So this phenomenon of Vedic knowledge getting lost happens at the end of every millennium and then it gets restored by Lord uh, because as the day is progressing, as Kali is progressing, ignorance increases, uh, we see that how a, a person uh, in Sattvaguna acts, uh, a person who is in Sattvaguna, one of the qualities that was mentioned in the 18th chapter is that all the gates are illuminated by knowledge. So when we are in Sattvaguna and Sattvaguna is acting on us, uh, we have knowledge of, uh, uh, we have knowledge Knowledge doesn't mean the material knowledge that we uh, say because many people who are uh, highly uh, qualified professors or uh, um, PhD holders, uh, when they speak sometimes uh, not, they, doesn't, they don't need to speak even the uh, sub spiritual subject matter. Even if they are speaking normal, I have observed and I have noticed that uh, uh, they speak something which doesn't really make sense. Uh, so material qualifications or material degrees that we have, material positions and designations that we have uh, doesn't qualify us to be educated or knowledge knowledgeable. Knowledge that we are not this body, we are soul is the real knowledge, is the spiritual knowledge which is going to help us achieve the goal of human form of life. Um, so that that we need um, and as 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 we are becoming materially progressive this knowledge is we are going to become ignorant of this knowledge and it will get lost and it will be restored back again by the Lord in his incarnations as Lord Ayagriva or as Lord Mascha so we know this story right like how Lord takes um, uh, incarnation as Lord Mascha uh, King Sat uh, King uh, if I remember correctly. So he comes as Mascha and he uh, protects herbs, the medicinal herbs, Vedas, everything he puts in that boat uh, and uh, seven rushis and then he uh, ties that boat to this uh, Mascha from. Um, so that is what here uh, uh, the rushis are praying and uh, offering prayers. I'll go to verse 7. Um, so, if time permits, we cover until verse 9 because now it speaks about the incarnation of Lord Narasimha. Hari Varshe Chapi Bhagavan Narahari Rupe Naste Tadrupa Grahana Nimittam Uttaratra Bhidhasye Tadhaityam Rupam Mahapurusha Gunabhajano Mahabhagavato daitya dhanava kulatipi tithi karana sila charitaha prahladho vya vadhananya bhakti yogena sahatad varsha purushai 
ಉಪಾಸತೆಹರತಿ ಹರಿವರ್ಷೇ ಚಾಪಿ ಭಗವಾನ್ ನರಹರಿಸ್ಥೇ ತದ್ರೂಪಗ್ರಹಣ ನಿಮಿತ್ತ ಉತ್ತರಾಸ್ಯೇ ತೈತ್ಯಂ ಮಹಾಪುರುಷ ಗುಣಭಾಜನೋ ಮಹಾಭಾಗವತೋ ದೈತ್ಯದಾನವಕುಲತಿಥೀರ್ತಿಕರಣ ಶೀಲಚರಿತ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದೋ ವ್ಯವಧಾನ್ಯ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದೋ ಪ್ರಹ್ಲಾದೋ ವ್ಯವಧಾನ್ಯ ಅನಾನ್ಯ ಭಕ್ತಿಯೋಗೇನ ಸಹ ತದ್ವರ್ಷ ಪೂರುಷೈರುಪಾಸೇಸ್ಟ್ಲೇಷನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್ಸ್ಲೇಷನ್
and all the denizens of Harivarsha worships Lord Narasimhadev by chanting the following mantra. So Prabhupada writes about the Dasavatara Slokam by Jaydeva Goswami. Pralaya Payodi Chale Vrithavanati. That Shoka Prabhupada mentions in his purport, which, uh, which lists all the incarnations of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Jayadeva Goswami's ten prayers, worshipping the incarnations of Lord Keshava, Krishna, contain his name in every stage. For example, Keshava Dhrita Narahari Rupa Jaya Jagadishahari, Keshava Dhrita Meena Sarira Jaya Jagadishahari, and Keshava Dhrita Vamana Rupa Jaya Jagadishahari. The word Jagadisha refers to the proprietor of all universes. His original form is the two-handed form of Lord Krishna standing with a flute in his hands and engaged in tending the cows. As stated in Brahma Samhita, Chintamani Prakara Sadma Sukalpa Vruksha Lakshavrutesu Suravi Radhipalayantam Lakshmi Sahasra Satatambrahma Sevyamanam Govindamadi Purusham Samaham Bajami I worship Lord Govinda, the primeval Lord, the first progenitor who is tending the cows, yielding all desires in abodes, built with spiritual gems and surrounded by millions of purpose trees. He is always served with great reverence and affection by hundreds and thousands of goddesses of fortune. From this verse we learn that Govinda or Krishna is the Adi Purusha. The Lord has innumerable incarnations, exactly like the innumerable waves of a flowing river. But the original form is Krishna or Keshava. Sukadeva Goswami refers to Narsimhadev because of Pralad Maharaj. Pralad Maharaj was put into great distress by his powerful father, the demon Hiranyakasipu. Apparently helpless before him, Pralad Maharaj called on the Lord who immediately assumed the gigantic form of Narasimhadev, half lion, half man, to kill the gigantic demon. Although Krishna is the original person, one without a second, he assumes different forms just to satisfy his devotees or to execute a specific purpose. Therefore, Jayadeva Goswami always repeats the name of Keshava, the original personality of Godhead, in his prayers describing the Lord's different incarnations for different purposes. So this again back takes access to fourth chapter of Bhagavad Gita, where Krishna says that I take different uh, incarnations. Uh, to protect the sadhus uh, and uh, to annihilate the miscreants or wherever there is a decline in the religious practices or descendant of paratha and a predominant rise of irreligion at that time I descend that is what uh, Krishna says yada yada hi dharmasya glanir bhavati bharata abhyutthanam dharmasya tadatmanam sujamyaham and the next verse is Paritranaya sadhunam, vinasaya chaduskrutam, dharma samstapanasaya sambhavami yuge yuge. Continuation of that verse which we are talking is Janma karma chame divyam, evam yo veti sattvataha, tektva deham punar janma, naitimameti sovachina. So wonderful, 4.7, 8 and 9 from Srimad Bhagavatam which says, why a, a wise Supreme Personality of Godhead uh, takes incarnation in this material world um, yeah, and then how his birth and actions 
both are divyam transcendental how his body is not material how he comes down in his own material body how he has a form and how he lives with that form in the supreme in the spiritual world and he just comes down because his devotees his uh, devotees wanted to see him in that form and uh, how he also shows that uh, um, however powerful they think the demons are not powerful or knowledgeable because they often think that they can defeat the supreme lord uh, by using their intelligence in, uh, they ask uh, boons in a way they think that they can escape the death so we we should be knowing that uh, how uh, with all their austerities penances knowledge strength power whatsoever we call uh, they could not escape death in this mortal world that is inevitable that is inevitable it's not just for them it's for us also inevitable um, but still they all uh, try to uh, thinking uh, that they can outsmart the uh, supreme personality of godhead um so here we see how uh, prabhupad is mentioning about the dasavatara shloka uh, if you all uh, come across this is a wonderful prayer where uh, 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 jaydev goswami mentions uh, prominent incarnations and it's not that the incarnations of the supreme lord are confined to that we already know in the second chapter of uh, bhagavatam first canto uh, how uh, uh, some of the prominent uh, avataras of the lord are mentioned and it says like how lord has innumerable incarnations we uh, 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 there in second chapter we second chapter of first canto uh, we uh, we read um, little bit more than the dasavatara like around 20 25 incarnations there but in the dasavatara shloka jaydeva goswami mentions only 10 so people who are not aware uh, of the innumerable incarnations of the lord or those who are not aware of the magnanimous nature how lord is the supreme cause of all causes uh, they don't uh, they they only confine themselves to those 10 avataras and think that lord has only those 10 avataras and uh, they also assume they also think sometimes they also perceive that lord is impersonal and has come in these 10 avataras this verse this prayers uh, defeat that argument where here uh sukadev goswami says that lord narsimhadev is very dear to this exalted devotee prahlad maharaj so prahlad maharaj because to protect prahlad maharaj lord has taken up the form of half lion and half man uh, still satisfying uh, uh, the boon which uh, which hiranyakashipu has uh, asked uh, and then he comes and he kills him and all the denizens of hari varsha worship lord narsimhadev so they they worship lord narsimhadev in this planet asukadev goswami said my dear king lord narsimhadev resides in tract of land known as hari varsha in the seven so he um, as we see after brahma jyoti in the spiritual sky after brahma jyoti there are innumerable spiritual planets where uh, a supreme lord exists in his in all these forms and he comes down from there and devotees who are attached to any of these particular incarnations they meditate on this form of the lord and they try to go back to those spiritual planets and continue their devotional service there and <coughs> excuse me sorry krishna 
so how how krishna uh, uh, is the cause of all causes keshava so that's why every verse of the savatara sloka ends like this keshava drita narahari rupa keshava drita meenasarina keshava drita sukhara rupa keshava drita narahari rupa like every he he jayadev goswami writes how lord keshava has taken uh, has come in these incarnations he 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 never mentions there that the lord is impersonal before and coming uh, in a person form here he clearly mentions how lord sri krishna has taken this form but his original form is the 200 form of lord sri krishna with a flute in his hand and tending cows he has nothing to the, do with this running of this material universe he has conveniently delegated all his responsibilities krishna is the best manager ever we can find uh, you know all of us who are uh, working or who are in a uh, in a kind of a uh, environment where we have responsibility or manage we think that best manager is somebody who is holding on to all the responsibilities and who is doing everything by himself when somebody is in a position like that where he has to manage or he has to instruct somebody and he is doing everything and he has to be there in everything to make it happen successfully then that is the first sign that we are not a good uh, managing people there because a good manager or a good leader is somebody who empowers or who enables the people to do by themselves uh, without interference unless there is an emergency or urgency so they should be able to he has to train them he has to help them in such a way that they are self sufficient to carry on the responsibilities and they do they know how to do what to do and they are empowered with certain powers that they know what is their jurisdiction what can they do what cannot they do and when some sudden calamities come how they can approach the uh, manager and when i was reading this verse yesterday and when i was looking at this verse krishna there is no better engineer there is no better manager there is no better any uh, than krishna krishna nicely enjoys with his devotees in his own sweet little pastimes in his two handed form of krishna and he gives uh, uh, the maintenance the creation uh, the annihilation or so much uh, so many worldly affairs uh, to all his incarnations and expansions they take care of all those things so in this way actually krishna is not directly involved in any of these things he doesn't even come he only comes when he comes down in the form of krishna for his devotees otherwise the day to day activities of this material world he is not uh, uh, directly involved he is in his original form how the brahma samhitas first uh, verse says chintamani prakara sadmasu ൃഷ്ണാവൻസ്ട്രേഷൻ uh doing all kinds of uh, sweet pastimes we see different krishna so that is his original form uh, that is his original form and sometimes we so we don't understand lord sri krishna 
and we think that krishna has a motive behind giving us troubles in our own life so i come across these statements very frequently like you know god is partial god is not there um uh, god is like uh, he is not taking care of me he is not uh, 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 he is not doing the things uh, uh, he is doing for some other person but not doing so we bring him to that we bring him he does in, he does take care of our lives when that happens when we come to a pure devotional service stage and when we offer ourselves completely to the lord until then until that stage like when we are sadhana bhaktas when we are practicing devotees um we are actually reaping the results of our own karma or when we are advancing and for advanced devotees who are in pure devotional service their krishna may interfere and give situations to us where he wants to test our uh, uh, our determination until then we should not be getting confused uh, that krishna has a uh, motive to destroy us personally he has nothing to do with he uh, is not personally motivated to influence any of our lives when we are practicing when we are cleaning ourselves when we are cleaning the vasanas that we have accumulated from so many past lives we are just reaping our karmas so recently i was going back and reading again uh, the druvas pastime and i often uh, remember that so in 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 which suniti even though she gets upset she gets mad uh, by the words spoken by surichi to druva saying that um, uh you know you uh, uh, surichi says um you have to go back to lord uh, supreme personality of godhead and pray to him that you will be born out of my womb next life so that you get qualified to sit on your father's lap so everybody dro maharaj comes back home cries and feels uh, he came he come home lamenting and uh, all the people who were there in that assembly comes back and tells suniti what has happened Suniti initially gets angry too gets upset disappointed by the words and she says to Romaraj um you know there is no wrong in the way that she has spoken because i was never dear to your father so you are never dear to him but you know druva notice one thing there is one thing that is still true in what she has spoken if you want to find answer you know and before that she says don't desire any uh, ill or any bad thoughts towards her because if you do so it is going to come back to you if you are wishing ill of is ill for others or if you are wishing bad for others even if they were very rude to you even if they spoke harsh words to you even if uh, even if they are uh, being unkind to you you still don't wish all those things back to them because if you wish you have to reap those uh, things by yourself later catch the important lesson in which uh, important lesson what she has spoken there uh, surrender uh, pray to supreme personality of godhead and ask him for a position uh, ask him whatever you want to ask so that's what suniti uh, uh, instructs druva so this is how the devotees are like devotees take devotees does not discard the misfortune uh, the sad happenings in their life as misfortune saying that oh 
uh, Krishna was not fortunate. Uh, this is just a bad luck. They won't. They won't minimize them to that level. They try to learn a lesson from that. Any calamity in their life, any difficult times in their life, they try to analyze and they try to use that as an opportunity to get closer to Krishna. Uh, this particular thing is troubling me a lot. So this is the time I have to pray more to Krishna. This is the time I have to realize that I'm not this body, I am soul, and this material world is full of miseries. Whatsoever I was trying all my life to mitigate these problems. I thought that by earning money I can mitigate my problems. Uh, uh, by accumulating wealth I can, uh, by having good health I can mitigate. But still, I'm getting any problem. Yes, one or the other problem. Uh, so this material world is full of miseries. This material world is not the place where I have to. I have to be very serious in my devotional service. I have to. Um, I have to go back from. Uh, go back to my original home, and establish myself in my original position. So they use these situations as mercy of the Lord to make them remind of the temporary nature and miserable nature of this material world and they practice their devotional service even more seriously. So any circumstance, what, what, uh, so circumstance is the same. The incident that has happened is same for devotees and non-devotees. Non-devotees doesn't learn any lessons from that and disregard that as a misfortune thing and devotees they learn a lesson from that and progress in their spiritual uh, life. See, uh, one, one uh, uh, famous example which everybody says like uh, a drunkard father has two sons, but two became, two took, uh, two, uh, 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 after, they, uh, after they grow up, two become, one became a successful person and another became a drunkard. So, uh, the person, uh, uh, so whoever is interviewing the, these two people, uh, they ask like, you know, why did you become like this? Uh, why you became a drinker? So he's a uh, drunkard. So he says, I saw my father and uh, he is the cause of my downfall. Because of him, I have become like this. And then another, uh, the other son, they ask, how come you became successful? He is not successful. He says that I've, I, have saw my, I, I saw my father and I learned how I should not be. So he learned the lesson from the circumstance. The other person did not learn the lesson. He missed that opportunity. So many times when troubles come into our life, if our faith in the, if our faith is not strong, if we are not strong in our devotional service, because when we progress in our devotional service, when we have mercy of Lord, the first thing that will happen to us is fearlessness. We don't have fear of anything in this material world. Whatsoever it may be. Fear of death, fear of losing something, uh, fear of losing our loved ones, fear of losing the material world, fear of what is going to happen to me tomorrow. We don't have that. Because we have complete faith and surrenderance to the lotus feet of the Supreme Lord. That is the indication. Fearlessness, abhaya. We don't, we don't have fear. A devotee of Lord does not have fear. So that is what we witness when we go and read the seventh canto. In seventh canto, the pastime of Lord, uh, Lord Prahlad, uh, sorry, uh, Lord Narasimha Dev and uh, devotee Prahlad. 
Prahlad was never ever shaken for a minute or a second. Looking uh, uh, when he was in, uh, when he was uh, facing the troubles given by his own father. If we see all the troubles he has given is summarized in a verse. He was given poison. He was thrown into a pit of snakes. He was thrown into ocean. What not? He just prayed to Krishna. Not even a second he was afraid of anything in the world. So that fearlessness that we see in Pralar Maharaj has come from his devotional service, pure devotional service. So here in this verse we see how Sukadev Goswami defines the devotional service of Pralar Maharaj. Avyavadhana Ananya Bhakti Yogena Uninterrupted and unflinching devotional service. That kind of devotional service which Prahlad Maharaj has. So that has given him that faith, uh, that faith and that fearlessness. And we don't have any more hankering and lamenting. See why we hanker for material things? Why we want to uh, have this or that? Either we have desires to fulfill, so we go behind, so we go be, uh, behind the material wealth, or we have a fear that what will happen if I don't have this tomorrow. That fear actually makes us run behind the material things. When we have Chintamani, Nama Chintamani, when we have Holy Name, when we have Krishna, who is the master of innumerable universes, who is the cause of all causes, who can do anything, anywhere, anytime, in any world, who, can e who is there in each and every living entity, who can turn the nature of any living entity either favorable or unfavorable towards us. We have Him and we have a way to approach Him. We have a way to get His mercy, His grace, that is chanting of holy names of the Lord. Keeping all these in our hand, we turn towards the material things for protection. We take shelter of the material things for our protections. When we have a divine spiritual thing which is so powerful than any of the material things for our protection, not knowing the value of it or getting caught in our own material world, material uh, life, uh, material problems, we forget that we have this, we have... Um, uh, we have Krishna uh, approachable to us because in uh, in uh, Ishopanishad in one of the verses Prabhupada writes you know the, re uh, the more and more we read Prabhupada's uh, books, Prabhupada's purpose actually for speaking many some people just are, some people sometimes ask me like you know I'm not I'm not a good uh, uh, I, I, I don't think I am a good speaker or anything I just repeat what Prabhupada and what different Acharyas are speaking. From where we get that? By repeatedly reading Prabhupada's books. When we repeatedly read Prabhupada's books and try to understand each and every line what Prabhupada is saying, by, by keeping ourselves present when we are reading, not reading for the sake of reading, the lines which Prabhupada write, Prabhupada writes, gets imprinted in our mind. So Prabhupada writes in uh, uh, one of the purports in Ishopanishad that Krishna is very close to the devotees who say that he is there, he is present like Paramatma next to him. 
and he's very far away in his own sweet abode in Golok Vrindavan uh, uh, where he's residing for those who say Krishna does not exist. So we have Krishna just next to us. We don't need anything else. We don't need anybody. We just need Supreme Lord. And there is a popular saying in India also, like, you know, Mare uh, Krishna, like uh, that one, like, you know, if if we don't have mercy of Krishna, there is nobody in this entire universe who can protect us. And if we have mercy of Krishna, there is nothing and there is nobody in this entire universe who can cause any harm to us. Then why we have that fear? Fear of death, fear of tomorrow, fear of future, fear of future of our kids, fear of future of so many things. So I was reading prayers of Kunti and then I got stumbled upon one of the verses there. How the devotees of Lord uh, look at the material things. That really, really uh, uh, kind of surprised me. I don't know. This verse was um, haunting me uh, from from the time I read um, I read about these uh, prayers in the from the eighth chapter, first one point eight. So here. 1.8.26 My Lord, your Lordship can easily be approached but by only those who are materially exhausted. So as long as we are thinking that I have my money to protect me, I have my relatives to protect me, I have my children to take care of me, I have my uh, uh, I have my whatsoever the material things uh, contacts my social networking to protect me there is no Krishna there honestly when you have your own uh, uh, parents or your own uh, siblings or wife who are in trouble we can pray for them but we cannot take their pain and share it so recently uh, I, I have been experiencing that even more and more like my father, when he went into a surgery and he was in pain and he's uh, struggling so much, there are so many people around him to do anything, but nobody could share his pain. So I was, I was also telling him that you know, pray. See, so many things around you are not giving any kind of solace or rescue to you, and you are dealing with your own pain. Only Krishna, who is inside you, is going to help you. To endure this difficult time all of us are ready to do anything take you to hospital buy you medicine whatever you want uh, to come out of this pain or to come out of this situation and you feel so hopeless and helpless because you are not taking shelter of Supreme Lord who can do which we all cannot do and here she says your Lordship can be easily approached but only by those who are materially exhausted one who is in the path of material progress, trying to improve himself with respectable parentage. So all of us try this. You know, devotees also come into this uh, peer pressure, cat race. My, my kids should be great devotees. Their kids are great devotees. This, that, they should say a lot of slokas. They should be this, they should be that. You know, this hits me. Like, you know, we should leave everything to Krishna. He's going to take care of it. One who is on the path to make one who is on the path of material progress trying to improve himself with respectable parentage great appellants I correct myself 
see when i say that we desire for our kids to be great devotees that is still better because that's a spiritual desire but we desire so many other material things for our kids also like they have to be uh, well educated well settled materially having lot of riches uh, getting uh, uh, so many other things so that all comes material but still praying for their spiritual progress asking krishna to bless them with uh, his pure devotional service that is still valid because that's a spiritual desire but most of us do that less and remaining all more uh, uh, and here uh, she uh, kunti devi is saying like trying to improve himself with respectable parentage great affluence high education and bodily beauty cannot approach you with sincere feeling period when we are seeking all these material things we cannot approach krishna with sincere feeling so this this was for some reason was haunting me for four or five days because i read this a week back but this was constantly coming because we all have that fear when it comes to our kids like you know how they are going to survive well if they are not studying properly or if they are not growing up properly we have that fear somewhere uh, uh, in our heart like oh what are they going to become what is their future going to be and how they are going to come up so we don't need to have that fear if at all we want to pray anything for our kids is to pray sincerely to lord approach lord and ask them shower them with your mercy make them your pure devotees my lord you we can pray like that and we can also teach them how to take shelter of the supreme lord in any situation and get that fearlessness that hankering and lamentation uh, uh, like you know hankering behind the material things that not that is not going to bring any time peace or happiness to anybody it is only just give temporary material happiness which is of no use spiritual happiness which does not require any material things and which increases uh, uh uh which increases and which is independent of any of the things is what we should seek and is what we should help our kids to learn to seek if we go to we, we need to we need to go to that level so because pralad maharaj um uh, because of pralad maharaj lord has taken this form of narasimha dev and has blessed him uh, uh, and has protected him always and all through pralad maharaj ha, uh, was fearless was facing all the challenges in the life when he was challenged by his father to show lord in the uh, in the pillar that's when lord appears uh, and protects pralad maharaj and even at that point of time pralad maharaj asked lord to protect his father so that's great devotee and the next mantra is what uh, uh, the devotee uh, speaks so uh, i have um, i uh, i will conclude here because um, it is already 7:30 so next tomorrow uh, 5.18.8 i completed until 5.18.7 um devotees have any additions any comments or any questions um please any feedback uh please uh, go ahead hari krishna mata ji madanas pranam to you shri prapat ki jai guru maharaj ki jai 
I don't have words to explain such a wonderful class you gave with so much of faith, determination and you know and uh, like you know and in the end you took out the meaning uh, like you know generally when we go out somewhere we remember Lord Narshinga Dev, right? That uh, may our journey be, we sing also the Aarti, Narshinga Aarti we sing and uh, you know but then today from your lecture, from your class you, you know the way you explained it, uh, you know, uh, it it shows that how you know, like uh, he's actually uh, like uh, our protector, you know, in the sense that uh, uh, I mean, so much trouble Prahlad Maharaj was, and and the father is saying, oh, you know, is he in this pillar also? He was so frustrated that you know this this uh, boy is so adamant about God being everywhere in every atom that uh, you know he was like uh, I mean I can imagine his situation because I know that I've, I mean I'm also in the same situation as uh, you know Haranakashipu but but then you know like how um, the faith was uh, uh, you know like this thing and then on top of that also that you know he's still praying for his father I mean such wonderful devotees are there like Prahlad Maharaj and I remember when I beginning I came into Krishna consciousness I was um, always, you know, we used to read about different characters, different Mahajans and then devotees would ask in Bhakti Viksha class, you know, and I would always say Prahlad Maharaj is my, uh, you know, I always get attracted to his, uh, this thing because it's such a beautiful, uh, uh, you know, pastimes and hopefully we will be studying more about it in the future like that. And uh, also Mataji, like, um, you know, I happened to be reading a little bit of the introduction of Bhagavad Gita, I don't know whether it's connected to your class, but in that it's saying that there are five things, right? Like there's Prakriti, there is uh, there is Ishwar, Jiva, Prakriti, time, and uh, there is uh, what is that thing called? Uh, the action be Dukarma, Karma, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So in fact, uh, you know, it says that the material nature is uh, uh, not a part of Krishna, but but the jivas are part and parcel of Krishna. Mm -hmm. It's like that. Uh, I mean, it, it was explaining a couple of paragraphs around the eighth or ninth chapter uh, page. So uh, when we say that everything is a part of Krishna, then why is it that the jiva are part and parcel of Krishna and the material energy is not like that? Oh, sorry, Mataji. I didn't realize I muted myself and I, I was talking. <laughs> can, you hear me? can you hear me, Mataji? Yes, Mataji. Yeah. So, Jiva, material nature, Prakriti, Maya, Jakshena, Prakriti. See, Prakriti is, see, being part and parcel of Krishna is like being of spiritual nature. But material nature is not like something... Uh, uh, which is which has nothing to do with Krishna. It is his his own energy, his external energy. It is his own uh, energy. But we are like of his same nature as him as a spirit uh, soul. So uh, nature is not uh, uh, nature is his external energy. It is still part of him, but in the form of an energy. It is still Lord's form. It is it is still under the control of Lord. Uh, she serves Lord. Uh, and uh, it is everything, everything is uh, his energies uh, in different ways and uh, 
whatever we see, uh, we uh, or the material nature, anything is for everything causes Krishna. Yes. We are we are like we are like marginal energy. Like uh, we, we we belong to his uh, we uh, we belong to his internal energy. We can say like because we we uh, we uh, we are of by nature spirit soul. But when we come into contact with more like with the body and we realize we are in a conditioned state, then we are also like uh, uh, we also become like an external energy. We 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 become material. We are in uh, we are under the influence of Maya. We act like that. Because we we think that we are oh I'm going to die I'm not permanent uh, there is a start and ending ending for me like that so we come like in that way so it is just a different energy of Lord we are a different energy of Lord anybody wants to add can go ahead and add also uh, so Mataji like material energy means what we are seeing all around the sky the trees the uh, rivers water pond like like that. Uh, material energy consists of three modes of uh, material nature, gunas and all the prakriti, uh, yeah, you can say all those things also. This is more like a, uh, like what you say Mataji, like, um, uh, what is that, uh, uh, universal form of the Lord, like, you know, expansion of Lord. By uh, So this is, you can call that also, um, yeah, kind of, yes. Material energy. So the three modes of material nature are there, and also all these uh, whatever our eyes sees around, you know, our house, furniture, this, that, sky, all this material energy too, right? Panchmahabhuta, I mean, at the uh, subtle yeah. level, it yes, goes to the Panchmahabhuta. Yes, it contains all the uh, earth, water, air, fire, etc. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, uh, Mataji. And Mataji, thank you so much, so much for sharing about pra, uh, about uh, Dhruva Maharaj. Uh, you know, one point. Uh, you know, like we see, we say no that uh, every time we hear now, Damodar month is coming in 20 days, almost 20, close to 20 days, and we're going to hear Damodar Leela and so many other things, past tense of uh, baby Krishna. So today, when you mentioned about Dhruva Maharaj, and you said that. Uh, you know, his mother told him that you do not have any ill feelings in your heart, but go to the jungle forest and pray to Vishnu, because my condition is like this. And, uh, you know, uh, so obviously, uh, you know, you will not be favorite son. So uh, such a wonderful mother he had. I mean, I'm, I'm amazed that, you know, such a nice devotee mother who is uh, teaching him and, and she's not even... Uh, affected by the separation of a son. I mean, imagine a mother telling a son, go to the jungle. You know, what will he get to eat there? There will be so many animals there. there. And, uh, you know, like, uh, but see her bhav. She's uh, such a, um, I mean, uh, what do I say, uh, Dhruv Maharaj's father is so fortunate to have such a wonderful wife. But, you know, um, like we say that in families, you know, there are devotees and non-devotees. And, how sometimes, you know, uh, devotees are not recognized. How he was favoring Suruchi, you know, where his other, uh, other wife was a devotee, even if she was not very good looking or whatever it was. So, uh, you know, all these, uh, all these katha stories give us so much of uh, encouragement because, you know, all of us uh, in the material world here are not in a situation of, uh, you know, uh, 
everyone being devotees you know sometimes husband wife are not devotees sister mother is not children are not and but then what happens when we hear but then whoever are devotees you know we should stay connected to them whether it's in family or whether it's there because then the, what happens is that if we are not then you know the three modes of the material nature like i was asked question is going to grab us my is going to grab us and that happens very very often with me but i really like that point mother ji is worth remembering because see sometimes when we face any hardship or anyone says like bad words to us or we are hurt we should just go in front of krishna and cry and say krishna it's okay we are you know please don't uh, uh, you know like uh, you just um, i want to do devotional service to you you are my goal and let the others say whatever they have to say i'm just saying this you know if in future or present if something like this i face and uh, i don't have like a wonderful mother like uh, suniti you know but uh, i mean i have a wonderful mother but not like a devotee suniti you know mata ji and uh, but from these kathas there's a lot to learn and that's why uh, it's very important to uh, hear past times and we are so fortunate that from bhagavad gita we are you know krishna himself has spoken and here we are hearing kathas about krishna and his devotees so this is more powerful for us because you know we are in grahastha family and we face all kinds of situations thank you yeah. so much mata ji wonderful class hari krishna thank you mata ji so the the thing that i was trying to remember is there is one verse uh, i i don't know maybe somebody can tell me right now it's not coming bhumi rapo valo that was where krishna says i have an inferior energy prakruti uh, but still it is his energy and uh, he mentions eight things there uh, bhumi of pur uh, eight things comes up on the way yes yes prabhu in the, that was which bhumi chapter भूमि uh bhumi rapo i got that uh, shloka but then uh, i guess it is in 7th chapter bhumi rapo ah i think 7.4 krishna says that uh bhumi rapo nalo vayu kam mano buddhi revacha ahankaraiti yamme binna prakruti astada so these eight constitute of my pre- uh, material nature you asked me right like yes, apart yes. from modes also modes also modes are also part of prakriti but these five earth water fire air ether mind intelligence and false ego because mind intelligence and false ego is the subtle body our gross body is made of these five things earth water fire air ether so all together these eight constitute my separated material energies so in this prabhupada uh, writes the science of god analyzes the constitutional position of god and his diverse energy so we are also energy of the lord and prakriti is also energy of the lord we uh, material nature we are also sometimes considered prakriti because prakriti is supposed to be dominated by krishna that means we are we all will be controlled by krishna so that's why material nature is called prakriti or the energy of the lord in his different purusha incarnations as described in narada pancharakara for material creation lord krishna's plenary expansion assumes three vishnus the first one mahavishnu creates the total material energy 
known as Mahatatva. The second Garbhodaka Sai Vishnu enters into all universes to create diversities in each of them. The third Shirodaka Sai Vishnu is diffused as the all-pervading super soul in all universes and is known as Paramatma. So Prakriti is, does, cannot act independently. Like it needs Lord, a Lord's intervention to do anything. When Lord glances at it, it gets agitated and creates. Like how our body without the soul doesn't do anything, even though it is made of those five things. Like that, she is not uh, independent. Um, so the material world, you asked right, Mataji, whatever I am seeing outside is all Prakriti. So, uh, the material world is a temporary manifestation of one of the energies of the Lord. All the activities of the material world are directed by these three Vishnu expansions. So this is 7.4 Mataji in which Krishna says um, what all constitute his material energy here. The principal manifestations are eight as Abo mentioned. Out of these, the first five manifestations, namely earth, water, fire, air and sky are called the five gigantic creations or the gross creations within which the five sense objects are included. See all uh, the sense objects that, that, uh, that we have are also included in there. There are five manifest they are the manifestations of physical sound, touch, form, taste and smell. So there is more into this. So you can uh, read and uh, uh, I don't know, we may be running out of time. So I was having that back in my mind that I may be holding on uh, you all. So this is what Prakriti is, Mataji, like 7.4. I was trying to remember this verse to give you and also in the introduction, as you said, Prabhupada writes in the introduction about Prakriti also. Yes, Mataji, thank you so much. Because sometimes, you know, I like to read those 30 pages of introduction. I'll leave the first few pages after the seventh. It's nice to read. Because it is such a basic information that comes every time, you know. And we forget. So it's like sometimes Bhagavad Gita is lying and I like to, like to keep on reading the introduction again and again. So then like as, uh, you know, I was like thinking that material energy, uh, maybe many times I've read before, the, the question didn't come to me, but this time it was like I want to know the definition of what material energy is. So nicely explained, uh, you know, like even um, when I was reading this, I just, you know, if you go outside and see the sky, it's so beautiful. Sometimes, you know, the clouds are like this. Sometimes it's like a, like some artist has drawn some uh, thing outside there, you know, so, and that artist is not someone, it is Krishna only who does. So that is also the beautiful nature outside is also like material energy, which, you know, every day the sky looks so beautiful, you know, so I was correlating to that also. And then of course, there is all the eight things you mentioned and other things. So very nice, Mataji. So thank you, Prabhupada, for uh, uh, I was thinking if I was getting a doubt whether it is from seventh chapter or uh, uh, 14th chapters or getting doubt. So I was trying to check. Harina, I'm thank you, thank you.